And I really think that if I would have embraced the fact that just being a mom changed everything, including my brain, my priorities, I would have been further along right now. But it took me so long because I feel like I've been fighting against it. Welcome to the Money Making Housewife Show. This podcast was created to empower women to achieve their version of success so they can have all they desire and deserve in life. I am Jaleesa and I'm your BFF in your head, reminding you of how dope you really are and giving you tough love when you need it the most. Here at the Money Making Housewife Show, we are moving with purpose, honoring the season that we're in, and remembering to show up for ourselves while showing up for everyone else. Thank you so much for being here. Subscribe, rate, and review, and let's get into the show. Well, 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 well. Welcome. Welcome to the show, or welcome back to the show. It's your host, Jaleesa Smith. Listen, I took a week off because there was just a lot going on. I don't understand this phenomenon of the fact that when my daughter is like in the house, the past couple weeks, she didn't have camps leading into school. So she was home every day. And it's just something about her being home that I I just can't focus. And it's crazy because it's not like she's, you know, in my face every two seconds. I mean, she doesn't she asks me a lot of questions, but like I do have time to myself. It's just wild that even with that being said, I still can't really focus. It's like I'm always in the back of my mind anticipating she's going to need something or she has to eat or she's going to want a snack or she's going to want to go somewhere or, oh, my gosh, she's watching the TV or the iPad for too long. I need to go out and take her out and do something or, okay, let's go to this play date. Like, let's schedule a play date and let's go. So, you know, it just, um, so now, now she's in school, okay? She's in first grade. A lot can change in a week, y'all. <laughs> she's in first grade. And it's like, even though she's in school and she gets on the bus now, like, I am... I, I still need to get my life together. Like I, I need to kind of like readjust to having her in school. I'm not, I'm, I've realized I'm not the best with like just switching tasks like that. And like, I don't know if y'all have heard this study, but there's even studies that show that, but even on a day-to-day basis, just task switching for the average person takes like, 17 minutes just for you to kind of like go from one task to the next and really like get into it and this is also why block scheduling is so important so I believe I'll be doing that um, very soon but to do that I need to sit down and come up with a schedule for myself and I'm still adjusting to this new schedule so in my mind it's kind of hard to come up with a schedule because I'm like okay this is the bus schedule and then I'm gonna go to the gym and then I'm gonna do this Although, I mean, I put her on the bus almost two hours ago, and I haven't been to the gym yet. Um, I did post on Instagram. I did do that. But she took longer than anticipated. I did go to the bathroom. You know, who doesn't love a morning elimination? Um, but I, I haven't been to the gym yet, so that's kind of delaying some things. Um, you know, y'all, this is, it's just uh, life, 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 life. I'm like, I'm learning every single day like how I work I'm still I'm still learning myself I'm learning what I want to do um and how I want to work 
And uh, it's a journey. It's really, it's honestly really a journey. But, um, but back to this whole mom brain thing, because if you do like a quick Google search, you can see, yes, mom brain, pregnancy brain, whatever, um, is real. However, there aren't as many articles and it doesn't seem like, at least from my research so far, that there's as much research around like the fact that once you become a mom, it's just mom brain for the rest of your life. You know, and I do think some women are better manage it than others. And especially if you were already maybe like, you know, a type A or hyper organized um, before becoming a mom. But based off the type of mom that I am and that I want to continue to be and um, who I was before becoming a mom, it's been a struggle because I really had to sit back and think, especially with turning 35. I was just like, dang, you know, I really expected my career, you know, like my coaching business to be further along. I expected my social media to be further along. Um, and then I was thinking like, well, you know, I told myself like I was keeping it real. I was like, well, you haven't put that work in for it to be further along. And then I was like, but I was doing so good before. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, about six years ago when I got pregnant and became a mom. And I just realized that obviously I don't want to go back. I wouldn't change it. Like I love being a mom. However, I don't think I've really given myself enough grace around becoming a mom and how that has affected like my productivity when it comes to work because now ever since you know my daughter was born she's been my priority my main priority you know above everything else even above myself at times I'm getting better at that okay I'm getting better at that shout out to the comeback challenge um that's helped me to get better at that but She's really been my priority and protecting her and loving on her and making sure I'm present with her has been my priority. And I think I'm finally admitting to myself that I haven't really quite figured out how to balance being a great mom with being a great entrepreneur and being a great wife. Like I haven't figured it out yet. And also keeping a, a home tidy, you know, it's like I found, especially these past few years, I've struggled a lot with trying to you know, be all the things for, and I, and I just, I have my daughter and I have my husband and trying to be also um, a good mom, a good partner, a good sister, daughter, a good friend, you know? And, um, I just, it's like, there's always going to be one or a couple things that fall. And I mean, some of them can, because I mean, you know, I just feel like I can't mess up this whole mom thing. I just feel like I can't, you know, like I, like I have to be present with her and I want to show her that I care about her and, and she's loved and, you know, I really want to be connected to her. And, you know, ever since she's been outside of my body, I want to stay connected to her and, you know, I just want her to have that, like a really good bond with my girl and any other future kids, you know, that we may have. But let me tell you, y'all, this, um, this mom brain is so real. Like I've <laughs> I really, I really, I've, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm finally admitting it to myself now that like, I, I don't want to, cause I don't like to make excuses about why I'm not where I'm at. Like, it just feels like plain. It just feels like, I don't know, just playing the victim or whatever. And I don't like to be a victim or of my circumstances or anything like that, but it's, it's actually a real thing. Okay. It's actually a real thing. 
So if you're like me and you're like, you know what, it's just, I'm just having a tough time balancing being a mom with working and wanting to grow my family, or maybe you are, you have just grown your family and had another child and you're trying to be a good wife and all the things. And you feel like you feel misunderstood. Sometimes you feel misunderstood by your, your partner, your friends, your, your, your boss, you know, whatever your coworkers, your employees. And sometimes you feel misunderstood within yourself. Cause you're like, wait a minute, why can't I just do the thing? Like, why can't I just know what to do and then do it? And that's how I feel so much. Like, <laughs> I just feel like, why can't I just know what to do and then freaking execute and do it? And sometimes I can, like, I can get hyper-focused and just get it done. But a lot of times, ugh, I be struggling, y'all. So we're going to talk about some things that, um, you know, the, the fact that mom brain is real. But also the fact that, you know, I think doing things like just giving ourselves more time to ourselves. So this involves waking up early, um, you know, checking in with ourselves, reflecting, doing our doing our best to. Um, I, I mean, I just feel like sometimes you got to do extra. Like, I, I feel like I for me personally, I'm not just naturally organized and type A and, you know, things like that. It has for me when it comes to getting stuff done. I really got to be under some pressure. Like I actually perform pretty well under pressure, but I really got to like have some pressure on me. Um, and then pressure, I have to also, it has to be like, it has to make sense. You know, it just has to make sense. Um, so for me, maybe you don't have to do this, but I have to keep lists. I have to plan, uh, probably more than others have to plan because when I don't, shit just don't be happening. You know, just don't be working. I'll have the best of intention. I'll have the best, you know, ideas and things like that. But if you can't execute, it's like, what's the point? And I often feel like, dang, can is this just me? Like, am I the only one who has to do all this extra stuff? Like, do, do other people go through this too? Like, or am I just, you know, I'm just tripping. Like, this is how my brain works. But it really is. And um, I wanted, first I wanted to talk actually more about mom brain right and then we're going to talk about some solutions right so the, the the mom brain stuff is real we've already established that and I was looking at some articles online and what I learned is that mom's brains we they actually do change during pregnancy and postpartum and they change more in pregnancy and postpartum than at other point and then than at any other point in our lives including puberty um and this one article said that part of the reason for this is it's a process of synaptic pruning where the brain essentially cuts off function to areas that it no longer needs in order to build up the areas that are now crucial. So for mothers, it appears that the outer layers of gray matter that help control muscle function, memories, emotions, and decision making are reduced. Some researchers think this is why moms become moody and forgetful. And in one studies, researchers were able to clearly see that the brains of mothers were actively pruning gray matter to make way for newer synaptic connections that would help her protect and care for her baby. And this is why, I guess, in our society, Western society today, 
you know, we are women. We're expected to not just be taking care of, you know, kids after we have them. Like we have to take care of them in more ways than one, like as opposed to just like physically protecting them and emotionally caring for them and nurturing them. We also need to go out in the workforce and perform and advance our careers. And if, you know, a lot of women actually want to do this, like me personally, I also love working. I don't just, you know, I don't only want to be a mom. Um, which to me, there's nothing wrong with that. If you only want to be a mom, you know, that's what you want to do with your life. But I do want to do more, but ooh, I didn't realize how difficult it would be. Um, <laughs> I feel like sometimes so much I'm fighting an uphill battle. Like I'm really, I'm really fighting it. <laughs> I'm fighting an uphill battle against myself. Okay. Um, and you know what? I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about that later. But I I wanted to talk a little bit more about, you know, the mom brain. So our brains become more protective. Our brains are really built for empathy as well. You know, we become obviously fiercely protective of our kids. Um, And then we become, usually we become, you know, more loving. Like really, it says that studies show, studies have found that all the synaptic pruning and neural building that fundamentally alters the physical structure of a mother's brain serves another critical purpose. Empathy empathy building. Researchers have unearthed strong evidence that moms respond to infant cues like crying, snuggling, sleeping with an increase in brain activity that governs empathy, self-monitoring, and reflection. Reflection. So, A mother bonds with her baby by attending to their needs and the part of her brain that manages empathy grows and, and it doesn't go away. Mom brain does not go away. And I realize, I now realize that when I signed up to become a mother, uh, I signed up to be worried for the rest of my life. (laughs) I signed up to always have something in the back of my mind that says, even when she's not in my presence, especially when she's not in my presence, like, is she good? How's she feeling? Is she, is she doing okay? Is she safe? You know, like there's, there's always something. And so it's just, it's, it's a, it's a battle between like, okay, let me just let go, let her grow. And you know, I'm letting her ride the bus now. She's riding the bus, which was a thing because I wanted to bring her to school. I really do love that time in the morning where we get to, you know, I get to take her to school and we get to talk in the car a little bit. But I didn't want her to miss out on riding the bus because I wanted her to be with her friends. Like her friends in the neighborhood are also riding the bus. I didn't want to be, you know, scared of everything. I don't want her to feel scared of everything and nervous about everything. I want her to be outgoing and grow up and meet new people and, you know, just like experience life. You know, I don't want to hold her back from that. So it starts now. (laughs) And for me, her riding the bus, that was that was it helping her to actually ride the bus, you know? So uh, it says, um, this article also said that, you know, your once your little one is no longer a baby, your mom brain still doesn't go away. Right. It's like, we're still going to experience it. We're still going to experience mom brain. We're still going to be wired for protecting our kids and nurturing our kids and tending to the kids, no matter, even when they become adults, like it's not going to go away. So with that knowledge, we can just take that and realize that, okay, this is not going away. I have to learn how to operate with it. And for some reason, y'all, for some reason, I, my, my daughter turns six. She literally turns six tomorrow. And I, 
I'm just realizing this. Like I have to learn how to work with this. I, I can't keep letting it stop me or hold me back from the things that I want to do with my life because the things I want to do with my life, my, my vision for my life is going to help me to be a better mom and be a better example of a woman that I want my daughter to follow and to be inspired by, you know, the role model that I want to be. So I learned how to deal with this. And I don't know if it's just 35 y'all, but it's really just hitting me. It's really just hitting me that like, okay, it's, it's, it's go time and you don't have to like, and you know, just being empowered to know that, yeah, these are real things. It's not just in our heads or in my head, you know, speaking for myself, it's not just in my head. This shit is real. Okay. Like I, the, the forgetfulness, the, the, the feeling like, okay, I can't think about what I, I can't really fully focus on anything because I'm always thinking about my daughter. Um, that is actually real, especially when you don't have a break and when it's just like day after day, you know, if they're home, if, if your kids are home and stuff like that. So I just want you to feel empowered in that. I want you to just with that knowledge that like it's not all in your head. There's nothing wrong with you. Your body, your brain are, is working exactly how it's supposed to, you know, but we can still still accomplish the things that we want to accomplish. We can still do all those things. We just have to learn how to operate with that, the mom brain that we're just going to have for the rest of our lives, okay? Um, and that we wouldn't trade for the world, you know? Like, a couple weeks ago, my husband and my daughter went away for a night. They went, um, stayed with his friend for a night. They had, like, this pool party thing. Stayed over at his friend's house because it was a little bit far away. And I couldn't wait for them to leave. But when they left, I didn't know what to do with myself. I said, ain't this a, ain't this a blip? Ain't this a bad, uh, you know, and I just was like beating myself up because I'm like, yo, you're supposed to be more productive. Like you're supposed to be recording all the videos and doing all the things. And it's just like, I didn't real, well, I had to realize in that moment that like, I also just needed to not do anything for a bit, you know, when we're always doing and we're constantly just doing things and running around and trying to make stuff happen. That's not how we're wired. We're supposed to embrace rest. We're supposed to embrace, embrace, um, sorry, my, my, sorry. So <laughs> I looked down at my Apple watch because it keeps like buzzing and my cousin sent a photo of her new baby. She's so cute. Like so cute. And the other day, okay, total aside the other day. So Savannah has been asking for a little sister for so long. And the other day she saw the baby and she's like, you know, at my grandma's 97th birthday, shout out to grandma, 97. Amazing. So anyway, she, um, she was so obsessed with the baby. Like, so it just made me think about all that in literally like 2.5 seconds of looking at this picture, like on my phone. Oh my gosh. The mom brain just wired for nurturing. And then for so long, like, especially this year, um, before the miscarriage, but then also after I've just been like, okay, I know I want to have another child. I want to do this again. I just need, it's like, I just really want to do it because I, I always envision myself with more than one child, but I also want to make sure my daughter has like a built-in bestie, you know? Um, I want to make sure that she, you know, I like to have another child really for her to experience what it's like to be a big sister. So I really want to give that to her, but I'm also like, ooh, that means, you know, when I first was postpartum with Savannah, I was so anxious. I was nervous. So I just have all these feelings around it. I have 
some fears around it, you know, like, but now I have to also realize that like, now I have more friends in this area, like I'm in a different community. Um, I'm in a better place financially, you know, um, I'm actually married this time, like, because we got married after I was pregnant, but I wasn't, you know, married at first with, with Savannah. And, you know, like, I, I've been through it before, so I feel like I'm better equipped to handle it, even though every pregnancy, every, every baby is different. So I did tell myself that, too. But there, I have been, that's been a large part of me, like, okay, do I really want to go hard with uh, business right now or finding these jobs and stuff like that and you know securing securing a position so I can grow my business a bit it, it can help me to grow my business you know as far as like raising you know some capital by working okay so I've just been having all these feelings oh my gosh um and it's just been like playing in my mind on the loop all freaking year um even before that but especially after the miscarriage so it's just like oh my gosh so much to think about but it, it just does it, for me it has been flooding my brain like just the mom part of my brain I feel like on a daily basis if I could just look at my thoughts on a sheet of paper or like a big poster board because we have like 60 to 70 thousand thoughts a day I think 80 percent at least would be all about my anything around motherhood like anything around motherhood being a mom if I'm am I good enough am I doing a good job am I teaching her enough am I you know am I protecting her like is she good is she okay is she safe like you know like all of that and the rest of it would be for everything else, <laughs> like like everything else, you know. And sometimes I, I question, like, is am I tripping? Like, why do I see other moms out here killing it, doing the damn thing? Um, and I just am feeling scatterbrained and, and feeling like I can't get my life together. <sighs> so if you feel the same, please give yourself grace. I'm going to give myself grace, too. But please give yourself grace, girl. Because, you know, first of all, we're all different anyway. Like we operate differently. Some of us are just wired. Some of us are just, we we were just used to being, you know, on top of things and more organized. And you are able to keep a clean home with five kids and you're able to um, stay organized and know all of their schedules on the top of your head. And, you know, but a lot of us can't do that. Okay. A lot of us, it's just not, it's just, that just ain't our ministry. Um, and at the same time, I had to realize like, I'm thinking back to my home growing up. It was always so clean and, you know, um, we made messes. But, you know, my mom always cleaned like every day. But that's the thing. She was cleaning every single day. Like from the moment she got home from work, she was cleaning, cooking and doing all the things. And I don't want to do that. I don't think it was anything wrong with her doing that. But I think because I think she actually did enjoy like she likes to do stuff like that. But me, eh, it's OK if the laundry's not folded for like a week in my house. It It is. Um, it, it really is okay to me, you know, I, but at the same time, I don't like to look at it not being folded. So it's very weird. Like being housework, y'all, I will clean the kitchen daily, but the rest of it, I'm like, I ain't stressing myself to make sure every little bit is clean because it's not going to be like that. Like we live in this house. I don't have a housekeeper to come in here every single day and, and clean and, you know, and cook for me and make sure that yeah, I don't got that. So let me give myself grace. It doesn't have to look like I can photograph pieces of my house for Instagram every single day. You know, like I don't got to look like that. It's okay. We'll be fine. You know, everybody is talking, taken care of. My family is fed. We're healthy. That's the, that's what I really do care about. Stuff like that. Not, not, you know, the rest of it. But, um, I do realize that I do need to get on my job when it comes to, uh, my career 
and I have I have a desire obviously to be an entrepreneur and I'm I'm kind of like revamping what that looks like for me right now because I thought by now it will look like me full-time entrepreneur knowing what I want to do just being like super like productive and impactful and um, inspirational and profitable and all these things and that's not the reality right now it's not and I really think that if I would have embraced the fact that I, just being a mom changed everything including my brain my priorities I would have been further along right now but it took me so long because I feel like I've been fighting against it I've been fighting to like okay be productive and um and be a great mom and make sure she's good and then oh she has she has a speech delay like oh okay like oh dang so we gotta make sure she's doing that but I can still you know do my thing and, and really be fully focused on my own shit even while I'm making sure that she's good and she's up to speed with her speech and her development and her learning and I'm taking her to these therapies and I'm taking her to making sure she has play dates and activities and dance and you know whatever mm. You know, it's just something about just embracing where you're at, guys. It's it's something about embracing where you're actually at without feeling as though you should be somewhere else. Always looking to, to be better is great, but realize that you already are doing really good. You're doing really, really well. I wish I had told myself that ages ago. <laughs> I wish I had believed that while I can be doing more, I can be going harder in my business. I can be more profitable, more productive, whatever. I wish I had just told myself that it's okay to desire those things, but realize at the same time in this moment, you're doing a damn good job and you're doing the best that you can do. And tomorrow you're going to be doing better. Because your best will become better tomorrow as you become better each and every single day. But I feel like for so long, I was just wishing that I could just be better. Like I was wishing that I could just do more because I wasn't doing enough. I just wish I had realized and told myself that like, girl, you're doing good now. Just freaking give yourself time. It's going to unfold. Life is a journey. Motherhood is a journey. Entrepreneurship is a journey. All of your goals, everything is a journey and let it unfold. And take your part, be active in it for sure, but allow it to unfold. You know, I just wish I had did that. So what I am doing now is I started to read again. Okay, so I just finished um, Tunde Oyanayan's book, Speak. It was amazing. I finished that with the Comeback Club with my, um, my challenge group. I'm reading another book now, part of my morning routine. So these are the things that I'm going to be doing to get myself together Now that I'm finally embracing the fact that, you know, it's just going to look different and it it, it is what it is. And my daughter is still young and I'm talking about having another one. So I'm going to be in this state for a minute, you know, this state of really, really being hyper-focused and hyper-focused on my kids' development and nurturing and da-da-da-da, you know, with, um, I'm not pregnant right now, but when I do get pregnant again, I have to just roll with it and I can't like try to fight against it, you know, it's just like, Going with the current is a lot easier than going against the current, okay? Okay, so these are a couple things that I'm going to be doing to get it together, okay? To get my ish together because I 
want to be an amazing mom to my daughter. I want her to look up to me. I want her to just, I want to have a really great, strong connection with her and a bond with her for, you know, our entire lives into her adulthood. I want to have that with her. And I also want to be wildly successful in my business. Okay. And I also want to, should I choose, you know, to go and maybe I start a career and I like it and I just, you know, work, I just work my way up in that career. I want to be amazing at that career too. And I want to be wildly successful in that. I want to be wildly successful in all that I do. I want to stay fit, fine for life. I want to be a great wife. I want to just be really, really great in all areas. Okay. I want to make a lot of money and be able to manage it effectively and grow it. You know, I want to do all those things. So to do that until I can hire some help. Okay. I'm going to be making sure, you know, cause let's put that in there. I'm not going to be doing it all alone. Okay. Forever. Uh, I have a husband, but I'm talking about like my personal stuff. I, I'm going to definitely be hiring help. Like for sure. Those, that's one of the thing I wish I had done earlier. Like I wish I had grew a team, you know, it was a small team. Even I, w- I wish I had done that, uh, before, but anyway, anyway, what I'm going to do is, right, I'm going to make sure I'm getting up at least one hour earlier during the week, you know, at least an hour earlier than uh, my husband and my daughter during the week for sure. To do that, I have to make sure I'm prepping the night before. So that includes making her lunch, cleaning the kitchen, because I hate coming down to a dirty kitchen in the morning. I just hate it because it's like you just feel like you have to do something already in the morning. And I love I love quiet, slow mornings. They bring me a lot of clarity and peace going into my day. So making the lunch before, cleaning the kitchen the night before, laying her clothes out, laying my clothes out, and reviewing my schedule for the next day. Definitely doing that. And in order to do that, I need to make sure I'm planning on Sundays. So plan weekly on Sundays is on my list as well because I realized that, like, I just need a a good – because usually Sundays are a good day for me to, like, chill, take some time out, you know, so I can plan weekly, right, and really just take time to think about – what the upcoming week entails, what I want to get done, making sure any important dates are on there. Um, And then, you know, make a cleaning schedule as well, because that'll help me to manage everything else, manage my energy. If I make cleaning schedules, as opposed to just doing, you know, the laundry this day, and then I'm going to fold it this day. And it's like, no, just make it a schedule and have it done on that day. And then, you know, it's going to get done. You know, like, I, I realized that when it comes to stuff like laundry, okay, the kitchen is an everyday thing. The laundry, pretty much everyday thing as well. You, Them quick washes, y'all. Just <laughs> got to hit a quick wash every day on a load of laundry or else it just gets out of control. Um, but also I need to do it. I need to be realistic about it because, like, say I'm going to be at the house all day or I'm, I know it's going to be a bad day. It's like, don't tell yourself you're going to do laundry on that day, girl. Like, girl, stop it. So, Something like that. And then also make lists. I just want to get used to making lists um, for everything because that will totally help as well, right? So, man, y'all, let me tell you, those things um, are, I believe they're really going to help me to get it together. I hope that they can help you. And even if you feel like, dang, this is, um, this is something that, is you know it's a lot but at the same time it's not because as moms 
you know, especially the moms of us, the ones of us who are not type A. We're kind of more fly by the seat of our pants. We're the ones who are running late to everything. Even before we had kids, we're the ones who weren't the most organized before we had kids, you know. Um, those muscles have to be built up now. Okay. So we need to do a little bit extra. You know, I tell my, my, my clients, uh, my fitness clients, the same thing. Like if you are not in the habit of working out daily and, you know, um, eating properly and getting good sleep and drinking your water, like you're going to have to monitor that. You're going to have to write that stuff down. I did it when I first got into, you know, it and it made it so much, it, it made my journey a lot. It, it helped me to accomplish my goals more effectively and quicker, you know, uh, for then other people who were um, just kind of like, oh, I'll just work out today and then I'll go the next day. And then I think I'm gonna go next week and, you know, not really planning that out. Like I was very diligent about that. Um, so I'm not sure also why I wasn't diligent about it in this area but you know what we live and we learn we all got our vices okay so you got a little bit extra you know if you're not in the habit of doing something you got to do a little bit extra to make it a habit and then once it's in motion and you have the momentum then you can kind of ease up and you because you're already in the habit your body's already used to doing your, your brain is already used to thinking like this but until then girl write your list plan your days your weeks okay and maybe over plan okay maybe over plan a little bit and I'm not going to put more than another thing. I'm not going to put more than three tasks on my list every single day to do like the way my planner is set up. I have like a lot more space. I have like eight spaces each day for, for like a to-do list. I'm going to make sure there's not more than three, you know, like major projects to do or any, you know, like anything that, because it just doesn't make sense to feel like you got to cross off all these damn boxes every single day unless they're little small things you know but if it's something larger something that requires you to think more and and use more brain power girl stop playing stop playing no more than three top three okay so anyway I hope that this helped um I'm sure you can relate I know you know someone that can relate so share the episode with them let them know that they ain't crazy like girl we just we just all out here trying to survive okay we just all out here trying to not only survive but to thrive okay some of us are in survival mode right now but it's okay because we we gonna we gonna start thriving if we just make the right moves um and also think you know and believe that we can do it and give ourselves time to think okay so i love you and i mean it and i hope you love yourself too and um i'll, I'll talk to y'all in the next one don't forget to like um whoop whoop this ain't youtube don't forget to share okay subscribe if you haven't already leave a review rate and review if you can um if you haven't already and yeah yes and i'll talk to y'all later bam